0: Test one, two, test one, two.
1: Check, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.
2: Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one.
1: The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. All of Brewski back at it again. The podcast you never knew you needed. All right. Oh, that's profound. Check us out online, TheVocalMinority.net. And you're new to the program, go check our socials out, dude. I mean, you can kind of scroll through, get a, a plethora of what we've done in the past, and make, make sure you want to be here, all right?
0: That's a fair statement. You can really kill out on any one of our pages, covering a variety of topics, personal to the political, all out there.
1: You you see that uh, brewski sitting over there, and he's so calm, cool, and collected. Well, there was a few shows where he wasn't, so go find him. See him bail out
0: of a room. Oh, boy. It is fun. You know, we used to do this as a radio show, and all of that was live, so it all came and went as each minute aired, and that was a fun thing, because people were calling in. It was interactive, but yeah, now that we're podcasting, it's, it's all archived there for all time to come, so... Uh, you also got to be careful about that i have people in my real life that are like hey i heard that show what the hell i'm like we recorded that six months ago like no i'm not still suffering from that or no you right know, like, how come you're talking about that one story like because it was new then
1: yeah right yeah Keep that in mind. oh the internet never dies thank you al gore and thank you for joining the program the vocal minority with nick and steve all
0: And we have been doing this for a long time. We're all uh, 20-plus year radio veterans. And when we were all in our uh, early to mid-20s is when we started doing this show. Yeah. uh, Now we're all in our uh, 40-something and uh, brewski just over the 50 hump into his early, early, early 50s. On we still go with all of our wisdom we've accumulated
1: over the <laughs> years. You, you know what? If you are new to the program, this is the best incarnation of the show, don't you think? As far as, like, cast and crew...
0: Well, I mean, we do have some real world experience now to, to draw from. When we started this in our 20s, it was just uh, it was piss and vinegar and bong water, basically that was fueling our show. And yeah, it was entertaining and funny. We did a lot of cool things, but um, yeah, now we have actual life experience to draw from. So, yeah, there's some level of credibility to what we're doing. Not a big level, but some level.
1: Yeah. I mean, come on. This is not uh, your grandfather's news station, but come on.
2: And I Let like to say, a... I've seen things and I've done things. The same yeah. thing for you guys.
1: Right. Seen a lot of things and done a lot of
0: things. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Some of which I'm proud of and a few I'm not. But I digress. Uh, we do uh, we do amongst ourselves talk a lot about aging and uh, what is old. You know, I'm 47. Nick's 47. Is that old? I don't I don't feel like it is. But if you had asked us when we were in our 20s starting this, we would have said that'd be a bunch of old farts. But
1: <laughs> I feel older physically than I do mentally by far. I don't feel like an old man, although. <clears throat> I think I'm starting to feel more like an old man mentally as well, but... Uh, just that's just started very recently. Okay. I feel, uh, very good mentally. I feel like I'm still in my twenties when I hung around with those guys, when I was delivering pizzas a couple of years ago, uh, I, I felt like one of the guys, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I felt like there's nothing you guys are talking about that I can't get down with here. I'm not that old. Yeah. So you bring up a good point mentally,
0: or maybe, uh, my emotional age, I still feel 20 something for sure. Um, physically, it's debatable. I was in decent shape. Well, no, that's not true. I was still thin in my 20s. I was not in good shape. Um,
1: I think you're in the best shape of your life now, aren't you? Don't yeah, you think? that's what I'm
0: saying. Like, now at age 47, as an adult, I'm in the best shape of my life. So, But that doesn't mean I'm not noticing signs of getting older. I mean, gray in my beard, the hairline's fading, and my hair is thinning, and... You know, I don't have quite the, uh, the veracity that I may have in my youth and even some of my sexual exploits that I still talk about. Like, I'm doing well, but I, I'm, I'm breaking a sweat. I'm, I'm fading at some point. I didn't eat Look, Gatorade when I was in my 20s. Now I do.
1: Now you do. Now you need to just have an IV next to the bed.
0: Yes. Granted, Uh, I'm mixing Gatorade and tequila, but I still need the Gatorade. uh,
1: Where are you at with erectile dysfunction? Has it ever happened? Have you ever had a night where it was like, oh, boy, it's not as hard as I would like it? I guess that would depend upon your definition. I have never yet
0: had a night where I'm just like, I can't get it going. I'm sorry. But I have had nights where I'm like, man, we're two hours into this. Like, I just, I can't keep it going anymore. Like,
1: Okay. So have you ever had a time, though, where you got it going and five minutes later, we're like, boy, I'm having a hard time keeping it it going. All right. Brewski, you're still getting hard as a rock. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Tell me, do you have an issue?
2: Depends on the time of day.
1: Okay, morning boners are always my stiffest.
2: Well, that's because technically that's when your body has the most testosterone in it, when you first wake up in the morning, because your body is rested. So that's why you have a really good erection in the morning. They were telling me when the Jen and I were trying to have kids that if you were trying to do that, you needed to um, do it mostly in the morning, right away when you woke up. Because that's when you were at your most potent, when you had the best erection wow. and all Interesting. that sort of thing. I will yeah. tell
0: you, morning time is when I have the hardest time uh, with sustainability. I tend to uh, blow quickly in the morning.
2: We weren't going for longevity there. We, we were. I mean, it's before you get ready yeah. to go to work. And we were trying to have a kid. Yeah. I, I think that's it. the
0: best form of morning sex. We shouldn't be going for marathons at 7 a.m.
2: Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Quickies. Just quickies
1: just, in the morning.
2: Get it done. Make a deposit and be on your way.
0: Yes, I would agree with that. And by the way, I saw some TikTok thing the other day. Uh, Bruski. you can see if you can fact check this or not, but sure. just anecdotally, I heard it. I'm like, hmm, actually sounds kind of true. Uh, the, the anecdotal thing was for every 35 pounds of weight that a man loses, he gains one inch in length on his manhood. If you know mm. what I mean, and Whoa. I was just thinking, like I never used to get comments about my size in my younger days, but post-divorce dating, I've had multiple women be like, "Woo, hey, hey, now you're packing pretty good there." Since I started dating, I lost forty pounds, and now I have people commenting on the size. So, is that an urban legend? <laughs> is there any actual fact to that?
1: Yes, dude. There's fact to it. We know that there's fact to it. So, we do you know, know that computing, computing, computing. key is computing. Boston Booya. brusky answered Yeah, brusky's looking at. Up, but I can tell you just from personal. You know, yeah, my weight has fluctuated. I can tell Like well, I was telling you guys. Uh, oh, was that on the air? I don't know if that was on the air. Yeah, I told you guys that, that I was having a turtle issue. Right. Yes. My penis. Well,
0: it, it made it on the air, unfortunately. Yes. Okay. You decided yeah. to include it. it was, <laughs> well, it I think it's fair discussion, but yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a public service announcement, dude, that some men are going through this. All right. So I can tell you the reason you turtle is because you you're getting too big. You're getting.
0: Are, too, are you losing length if you're gaining weight, or if you lose weight, you gain length? Like, is it the same thing? You're, you're,
2: you're, you don't actually gain length. So what it is is that when you get heavy, obviously you get you get you get it in your belly, but then you also get get it in your pelvic area, that pubic
1: patch right there. You know that, the, that that yeah, area the, of skin. Yeah,
2: that yeah. that pelvic area, and if if you're fat there as well. It's going to make your penis look smaller because now oh, that's being pushed out some more. Now, if you lose weight and that's back closer to the actual pelvic bone of your body, now you're going to look bigger. So it's a mirrors so it's, and drapes thing.
1: Okay. It's an optical illusion, you're saying.
2: Pretty much. Exactly.
1: I, I think that, bo- I think you guys are both right. Okay. Not necessarily do you grow. Okay. You don't gain inches, yeah. but because of the weight loss, that turtle sticks its head out of the shell more than he does when he has a huge shell around him. Does that that make sense?
0: Yeah, so that would also mean there's less buffer for your pelvic bone. So wouldn't it be out further, kind of, sort of? Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing more of it. People are seeing more of it.
2: Yeah, but you're not not gaining (laughs) any size or anything like that. No,
1: no, no. You didn't have a magic growth overnight. It's just uh, the turtle sticking his head out of the shell. Yeah, all right. Well, this is all good information to have. I feel
0: better, so. Not well, said. Yeah, my point is things change as we get older. So, a uh, couple of articles here talking about um, signs of aging, and I wanted to bounce them off you gentlemen and see if we've noticed these things yet. All right. Uh, this first one is from uh, Max My Money, uh, story by. Max my money. That's weird. <laughs> Usually they put the minutes to who wrote it, but okay. <laughs> this may have been written by AI, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, this one, I, I I think we have mentioned on the show. As we get older, you start losing friends. You know, have you had people from your high school friend group or whatever have passed away yet?
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, that's what you mean by losing friends. Okay, I was like, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm I'm still friends with most of the people. No, you're but, still
0: likable, but yeah, yeah, right, right. Dying as you get older.
1: Yes. yes. Yes, for sure. And I mean, people that are a couple of years older than me, I'm starting to notice are dying. (laughs) And people that are younger than me are also dying as well. So we're in that. uh, We're just in the thick of it right now. This is the first time we're seeing like all these people are dying.
2: We actually had we've had quite a few people from my graduating class. I knew and had classes with them. We lost two people within three years of us graduating, both to cancer.
1: Wow! Yeah,
2: yeah. and uh, one Shoot. one was yeah. a very... so early
0: twenties. You're talking to dying kids. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. One was a one was a girl that I had known, uh and then another one was a, a very popular baseball player at our at our high school. And um he died before our five year reunion, so between three and four years. And since then, we've probably lost my we lost my good friend Jessica, <laughs> not even two years ago to COVID.
0: Yeah. He, he
2: she and I went to school with the citizens' kindergarten.
0: You are but- in Boston. How many have you lost to drunken bar fights?
2: I that I can't speak too to. I don't many know to about remember that. too many, <laughs>
1: too, too many is right.
2: Too yeah, many, are, are, too soon. They're all hanging out over at Casey's on Broadway. Yeah,
0: yes, I blame Sam Adams for the majority of deaths in the Boston area.
2: I that's BL here. It's BL, your <laughs> cousin from Boston.
0: Do people hate Sam Adams in Boston? Because I know they advertise nationally that everyone in Boston loves them. Is that true? No,
2: I, I wouldn't say anybody hates them, but if you go to most bars here that, that are filled with townies, they're most likely drinking BL you know
0: a Bud Light is that what you're talking about yes exactly oh, okay interesting take yeah. that Sam Adams and your cousin from Boston yeah, yeah that's
1: right So, are you losing more people have you noticed it more at 47 um
0: not a lot but I did just a couple of years ago have the first like friend from my little tight circle die and he had a uh, I don't want to freak you out brewski but he was born with a congenital heart defect that he had never known about and uh got up to him at age 45 or whatever and he died so
1: why would you yeah. say that
2: what? He's got no, heart
1: issues. I'm not yeah,
2: saying. and mine, mine is exactly what he's talking about. Listen, yeah, Bruce, are-
1: I got this taken care of. All right? Listen, why would you. Try and scare your best friend like that.
2: I just said I'm not trying to. <laughs> There's nothing you can scare me with when it comes to my heart. There's nothing. Right.
1: Dude, that's yeah. a song right there, Brewski. There's nothing you can scare me when it comes to my heart. <laughs> like that's you gotta heart start heart. Right, yeah, writing an album, man.
0: <laughs> so uh yeah, stay healthy because our friends start to die. It's a sign you're getting older. Cancer, dude.
1: F-cancer, right, Brewski?
2: Yeah, absolutely. F-cancer.
0: F-cancer. I haven't seen that category on Pornhub. That's interesting. (laughs) All right. Next thing, on the list. It's Uh, (laughs) terrible. I can't help but talk about porn. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Getting old is terrible. Things that uh, men notice as they get older and hate. Uh, I think I referenced this. Male pattern baldness. Hair loss is a big issue for men as we get older. Yep. Jennifer, oh yeah. I was Just feeling about
1: weird. that, <laughs> dude. I I my hair is I'm losing my hair. I mean I've been losing it for a long time. I think so. I've still got hair on the top of my head, but if you get old, if you're taller than me and can see me from the back, like you can tell right away how thin my hair is.
0: You know what's so funny is my perception when I look at my own head, I'm like oh, I'm getting thin. I've been taking Propecia for a couple of years now, trying to slow those results. But when I look at every other guy on this planet, if you have any amount of hair on the top of your head, I'm just like you're fine. You got hair, Nick. You look fine to me. You got hair
1: on the top of your head. It's it's our insecurities. Brewski, are you thin on top?
2: Not really. Yeah. I mean, if you if you get close enough, you can see that you know it's getting a little bit thinner in the center here. Yeah, and it's it's still thick on the sides and there's a i do have a bald spot on the back of my head that i once asked my sister i'm like hey is there a bald spot here and she starts looking at the back of my head she's like oh my god there is and she's like taking a picture with my phone <laughs> for me and everything like your tongue i want to know if there is you know
1: sure i found a, a story that i was reading a couple of weeks ago uh every once in a while you know you see those uh ads come up for the stuff you could take for your hair yeah yeah There was a surgery that they used to offer, and this particular guy that's a doctor was talking about the fact that he thought, and there had rumored to be, that Donald Trump had had this hair procedure done young in his life when he started losing his hair originally.
0: That makes sense. Okay.
1: All right. So this was done through the 70s up into mid-80s, and it was... uh, scalp stretching is what it was so they would actually like cut part of your scalp out where you were balding and then like pull it down real tight yeah and it said not only was is it they don't do it anymore obviously uh but it was extremely painful to heal from because your skin is tight and uh it made hairlines go in different places and that he was saying that that's why donald trump has these weird hairlines all over the place so uh, people go to great lengths is my point to uh get away from male pattern baldness and just losing their hair in general
0: yeah no for sure that was uh, trump had to have had some crazy experiment done on his hair oh yeah some explanation for that monstrosity no one's born that way dude come on no for sure yeah no i've had uh you know i i've had the same woman cutting my hair now for like 16 years and she always used to say like you got such a good thick head of hair and then i noticed she stopped saying that (laughs) i asked her one day like how am i doing do you think i'm getting thin up top she's like oh yeah no yeah you're getting thin all right and said, listen here's the good news like my husband has male pattern baldness like he's got a big patch she's like she's like you're Thinning evenly, you don't have any chunks missing, so that's right.
1: Yeah,
0: so yeah, and when I went through my divorce, I started my hair. I was just losing it, so I did start Propecia, and I'll tell you, I took pictures like when I started, and I've done it like every year after, and I've taken them to Jessica, my hair cutting lady, and and she has vouched. Like, I am not saying it's totally regrown, but it's certainly slowed and stopped the loss, and maybe even is a little bit thicker, like a little bit. And you are still taking that every day,
1: right? That medication. Yeah, yeah,
0: which I feel a little weird about. I mean, I'm pumping chemicals in my body every day, but I don't want to lose my hair. And when I finally do, I'll just embrace it. But until then, I'm going to hold on to the the bitter end.
1: What do you mean embrace it? Shave it or wear a hat? What are you going to do? Yeah,
0: I'll probably shave or do something. I don't want to look pathetic. I want to do some comb over thing. Like if I'm going to be no. bald, then fine. I'll be bald. But
1: the problem is just with my head. And this is, the, you know, I've really got kicked in the nuts, dude, because my head is full of like birthmarks and moles and stuff like that i have a real as far as the skin texture of my head is ugly so i i can't really completely shave bald
2: Go to a dermatologist no they'll clip those things right off for
1: you yeah i just have so many of them and yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do but i don't know where this happened but bosley hair came to me at one point my radio career and they were like we'd love for you to do you know I think it was at k j r we'd love for you to do afternoon ads for us, you know, and yeah. then we'll we'll redo your hair. What was that surgery called brusky? like hair plugs or yeah like not hair plugs but they would graft hair into you and stuff like that so they had me go in for that whole console because i was i wasn't even nearly as thin then but i was like yeah let's go get a head start on this that's free perfect yeah i went in for that console dude and they take pictures of all over where you can really see what's going on they take pictures of your follicles and everything else it was detailed by the time i got out of there i was like, want nothing to do with this dude it's a like a long painful process i i'm okay
0: can you monitor your hair loss by the spots on your head like spots that didn't used to ever be exposed but now you're like god damn it now that i'm <laughs> poking through you see I,
1: how i have such a big widow's peak you know yeah. i have a huge widow's peak and that i can look at pictures from six seven years ago it was not as nearly as deep as it is yeah so i can tell I, it's funny when
0: I was in high school, maybe like freshman year, like early on, I got a head injury. I uh, I split my forehead open, and it was right at my hairline, and I still have a scar there. I'm touching it right now. And the doctor back then planted a lifetime of paranoia in me. He told me, he said, "Hey, look, the scar is right on your hairline. So as you get older, you're going to be able to easily track your receding hairline because you'll always know it used to be right <laughs> Oh now. my god! And now I can fit two freaking fingers in between the scar and my hairline. So it's like." Like, oh, why'd you? why'd you tell that? me that? <laughs> right. It's going to be
1: on your nose someday. <laughs> right.
0: And I was recently swimming in a pool with some kids, and I came up with wet hair. This one kid was like, you're bald. Look at your hair. You're bald. And I was like, y- that is going to haunt me for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> Dude, it, isn't it funny how kids can say things to you as an adult that are so hurtful <laughs> that they, I just think I would punch you if right. it was legal. You passed You should have. You should
2: have said to him, "Yeah, your mom enjoyed my bit, my bald head last night." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a big proponent of. Even if, I don't care if the kid is seven or eight years old. You go and you fire back as hard as you can.
0: Oh, uh, we go. And let the transcript it. note that was Brewski that said that.
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm the one that said that.
0: Yeah, Steve would
1: never say anything like that.
0: No, of course. Uh, Moving on. Signs you're getting old that men just can't seem to uh, deal with. Uh, How about uh, caregiving responsibilities? As you grow old, so does your partner. Both of you grow old together like every other person who's growing old. uh, You face ailments and whatnot. So caregiving responsibilities
1: thankfully you know we're not quite that old yet right i mean uh, in comparison anyway if you've taken if you've actually done some caretaking which that's how it would be taking care of a partner like that then you know parents were way different but rachel i can definitely tell you that I have more things on my to-do list now because she's always, you know, oh, I got to pop here. I got this here. Will you rub right here? Will you, you know, try and get this out of my shoulder here? Like constantly, dude. Yeah. Or how about like ingrown hairs?
0: Can you pop this thing on my back? Like I never. No,
1: you know, I won't. You. And I, I don't get that. Luckily, it's all muscle tissue issues with that lady.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And caregiving for parents as they get older. This is all uh, realities of life. Some point, by the way, I'm going to need caregiving too. So I guess you got to give to get, right? Complete, yeah. yeah, that's hundred like percent. sex, you got to give it to get it. So same thing with getting older and taking care of each other.
1: Brisky, do you how how does that work, dude? Because you live with your with family with your sister. Do you guys rely on each other for anything like that?
2: I mean, my sister has back issues, so I'll make sure that she's not doing any heavy lifting or anything like that. Yeah, but other than that not not so much caregiving if if i'm having an issue i mean she's brought me to the hospital a few times when i've gone into afib and that sort of thing so you
1: guys are looking out for each other
2: yeah yeah but but not in the same way that like a husband and wife or a boyfriend girlfriend would you know because that's just a different level of comfortableness that i even though i love my sister i don't feel comfortable with her on a lot of on certain things
0: sure are you noticing though as you get older you do need more maintenance whether you're doing it or the doctor or whatever like are things oh yeah i
2: mean you listen to me get out of bed in the morning and it's just popping and cracking from my ankles to my knees to my shoulders everything
0: but it's like a classic car you know it still may need more maintenance because it's getting older but it's still a classic still gets done under the hood what it needs to (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's true which brings me to the next one, changing levels of uh, hormones, especially for men as they get old. Uh, they face hormonal issues such what as... What does that mean, low T? Uh, desire for intimacy, erectile dysfunction, prostate issues, low energy levels, et cetera.
1: Interesting. I have some of those. Uh, not all of them, but some
0: of them. You want to name names? What do we got? Desire for intimacy, erectile dysfunction, prostate issues, or low
1: energy. Can I tell you that my uh, level of intimacy uh, is not what it was when I was 20, you know? So, I mean, I haven't lost it for sure, but it's not nearly as important to me as it was when I was a younger man. Right. Yeah.
0: I feel like on a scale of 1 to 100, my level used to be like 200. And now yeah. it's down to, like, 150, so I'm still, like, way above average. I would <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've noticed sometimes my eyes are bigger than my stomach, you know what I'm Like, you know, I'm, I think I'm up for five hours of it, and then I'm only up for three. And I feel like that's a sign of getting
1: older. I, I, I This is incomprehensible to me <laughs> that we're talking about multiple hours, you know, and stuff like that. Like yeah, It's not always, but sometimes, yes. Yeah, even sometimes. What are you doing with your life? I'm
0: telling you, emotionally, I'm still in my 20s. That's why. It's the perception thing. My mind is dictating the party here.
1: Does it have anything to do? And it doesn't have to be all of it, a little bit of it. I just wonder, does it have anything to do with you having something to prove, even to yourself?
0: Well, it has a lot to do with the fact that I was in a long marriage, 17 years, with somebody I was sexually incompatible with, and I had all sorts of built-up you know, tension, animosities, desires, and everything else. So yeah, now that I'm uh, back in the uh, free-range category, I, yeah, I'm trying to live life while I can and make up for lost time, perhaps. So will it catch up to me at some point? Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a little bit already. I, I seem to be incapable of two orgasms in a day nowadays, and that, that bothers me on some level.
1: Okay, uh, you're not. Let's just. You need to reword what you said. You're not in the free range category right now. Okay.
0: Well, I've been dating over the last four years. I'm not single at the moment. I'm just saying, like, I've okay, been with, uh, you know, I've I've, I've been with just, women in these last several years, post divorce. So. I just want to clarify.
1: All right, listen, I'll tell you for prostate uh, health. What what are my signs? Because I think I might have some. Like, I do wonder uh, when I have to go pee. I used to be able to hold it for a long time, even though that's terrible for you. Um, But now, if I think like, oh, boy, I got to pee. Not that I've peed my pants, but I feel like I really got to pee. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a prostate issue.
0: I think so. Bruce can you know more about this? Because I I Yeah, it's the peeing I, issue I kinda relate with, but
2: that is one of the signs is that that and also if you're going and not everything um empties the way it's supposed to. Right. Like it's like you're stopping and starting and, and that sort of thing. Uh there's that extra part of it.
1: dribble, you know, stuff oh, like that.
2: Don't right. get me started on on the dribbling.
1: You uh, you struggle with it. Well, yeah, and it's funny. Like an I, NBA I, player.
2: I used to blame the first time I had a a catheter when I was in the hospital for my first heart procedure. But then I realized that it was definitely a, a prostate issue. Uh, it just it just was. It still is.
1: Do you so, uh, get the finger in your butt or the colonoscopy? I mean, are you taking I care of your prostate? I,
2: I haven't done the colonoscopy part of things, but I have paid a visit to Dr. Jellyfinger, yes.
1: You so, better do it.
0: This is why I probably don't have prostate issues, because as Nick uh, loves to remind me, I started having my prostate examined in high school by a doctor that was probably a little overzealous. But I think he set me on a good path, Nick. Now I you know you mean
1: your gym teacher, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. The wrestling coach. It wasn't.
2: <laughs> Would what, what, you go to high school, Jim Jordan. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, uh, th- my yeah. brother says the same thing. We've talked about this before. Like he was like, "Yeah, this, Steve's not weird." I mean, you need your prostate checked, and I was like, "No, you don't." You guys are both wrong. <laughs> but I bet we both have healthy prostates.
0: So uh, who's yeah. laughing now?
2: I huh? uh, will tell you that when I'm out driving for work. Yeah. There are times where I I can feel I have to pee three four five hours and I can hold it no problem because I'm sitting down the whole time you know. Sure. If I'm at home just kind of hanging out, the minute I start to get that urge, I'm like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom right now because and also the bathroom is right there. I don't always have a bathroom available to me, and while I do have my pee spots in and around the Boston area where I can go to bathroom outdoors and not get caught. Um,
1: you have your yet. pee patches out. I about. do.
2: I do have my, my my pee patches here and there. I yeah. always
1: keep a bottle with me in the car, as we've discussed before, uh, because when I th- start to think about peeing, it's uh, obsessive compulsive. I think to some degree, I can't stop, and I need to pee soon. Yeah. Or I probably would pee my pants. I've not done it. Mm-hmm. I poop my pants, but
2: you know. I haven't. I haven't gone to down the trucker lemonade uh route or anything like that but
1: yeah i I have uh
0: i have uh i feel like it's being hyper self-conscious or self-aware of it but it may be a prostate issue where i pee a lot throughout the day i can't make it through an entire night without getting up to pee at least once
2: but you also Um, drink a lot of coffee though too and coffee is a diuretic
0: well, I True. was gonna say, and then my my newfound love of coffee. I don't quite understand the science of it. I can drink one cup of coffee, you know, twelve ounces, and I will pee twenty four ounces. Coffee just makes me pee constantly. More liquid <laughs> that I've taken in, it goes out. I don't. And yeah, do we can
1: have so much water in our body, dude. Uh, are you, do you drink a lot of water? I mean, generally,
0: I walk around with my water bottle all day, and uh, I go through one or two of my flasks a day. Okay, all right. I'm also super self conscious before sex. I always want to pee oh, beforehand.
2: Absolutely, I'm completely with you with that. I've had times where I haven't done it, and I'm in the middle of everything going on, and I'm like, "Tony, I, I realize now I got to get up and and interrupt everything. I got I got to pee."
0: Yes, yeah. Man. I had a very infamous incident when I was uh, 20 or whatever with the 35 year old, you know, the sexual goddess, and. We were doing an act for the first time. It was, uh, you know, that old uh, doormat expression. Backdoor friends are best. Yeah. And and yeah, we had been at a uh, Oktoberfest, and I drank a lot of beer. And we were having this like sexual conquest moment where I'm like, I'm finally getting this, and I'm doing I'm like, I have to pee so badly right now that I can't concentrate. And I had to tell the woman, like, I'm sorry, I gotta tap, I gotta pee so bad. Uh, yeah, It just kinda wrecked the flow in the moment. And then she wasn't just gonna let me right back in there. I was just, like, I just ruined the whole freaking thing by not peeing before sex. <laughs> so now, now you always do it. Yes, now I'm hyper-paranoid. If I think anyone's even ready, like, if I get a whiff that my person's like red, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go pee real quick.
1: I'm like, and more importantly, you should be peeing as soon as you're done. All right, for yes, your health. That is
0: true. Yes. you know, cleanse the pipes. So, yeah. yes.
1: Public service announcements by the
0: vocal minority.
1: You don't like UTIs? Well, pee after you have sex.
0: Exactly, you dirty whores. No, <laughs>
1: those are right. for men and women, dude.
2: Men can be whores. Don't be. Sexy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like. I used to tell the gen. I wasn't a whore. I was social.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, we have different words for it. Sounds better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have you noticed uh, your eyes going as you get older? Up until (laughs) age 40, I had 20-20 vision. All of a sudden, I got these Clark Kent glasses.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Never was an issue. Have you always had glasses, Brewski? When would you get them?
2: I had glasses as a kid, and then I never wore them really. And then it wasn't really until the last five years that I really needed them
0: for everything. Both of you, um, I forget the correct term. I can see things up close fine. I need it for medium and far, so I'm nearsighted, right? Nearsighted, yeah. So yeah, I, so, yeah. so distance I, is what I need them for.
2: I'm the opposite because I my distance is fine, um, but things close up to me are just mishmash of nothing.
0: Yeah,
2: and and also I have to, I need glasses for driving at night. I, actually, I do too. I have two pairs of glasses. Because I'm one of those idiots who can't quite get a wrap his head around progressives,
0: or bifocals, or what?
2: Yeah, that, that's what they—that's what they call them these days. is progressives. Because oh, instead of having like that, that massive magnifying in thing, the middle, like that, yeah, yeah it just, it's just—it's progressively gets the, the glasses Uh-oh. change. And that's then, like, what, so- I'm going
0: to need that on my next prescription. I'm way overdue. But like when I'm eating or on my phone, I take my glasses off, and it's annoying because anything up close, my glasses make it a little fuzzy.
2: Yeah, I definitely need things my. My glasses for things that are up close.
0: Yeah, and Nick, what's your story? Because I do see you in glasses every now and again, but 90% of the time you're not.
1: Only started happening over the last two years. Getting older. Yeah, getting older for sure. My eyes have always been pretty perfect. Part of it has to do with my MS on like some days my eyes are really blurry and I have a pair of glasses that fixes that. What's happening with my eyes related to my MS? And then part of it is, is if I have like my phone, like I'm looking at a computer screen that's probably two feet away from me, I could see everything clearly. But if I have my phone, you know, within nine inches of my face, then I, Have to, if I'm reading a story or something, I have a pair of glasses that I have to have on, or I can't see it anymore. Everything just looks so blurry. I think
0: the uh, the final. I'm getting old with my eyes threshold. I'm waiting for my favorite recreational hobbies. All wear goggles. The dirt bike and skiing, both things behind me right now, (laughs) require goggles. And as soon as I need prescription goggles, that's when I'm going to feel like a real old man. Old man harness, dude. Because right now, when I ride or ski, I I just I I wear goggles. I take the glasses off. And even though those are both distance sports where you got to look ahead of you, I can see fine. It's a little. It's a click out of focus, right? But I can still see things coming. Yes, but, one yeah. of these days I'm going to need prescription goggles.
2: But the the good thing about that though now is that these days you can't tell when someone's wearing prescription goggles. It's not like the old days of like Kurt Rambis with the or Kareem with the big rec specs. You know, right. yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. It's
0: the old rec specs. So yeah, there you go. uh The last one on the list here, and um, I, I don't know, joint pain. I'll spare my pot jokes. My joints are doing just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm sore. I love stretching. That's a big part of my workout routine now, and it feels so good to stretch. That was never a thing when I was younger.
1: (laughs) Sure, it wasn't, dude. We didn't need to. Right. But yeah,
0: I don't know, Nick, I know your MS causes you joint issues and whatnot, but do you feel like that's related to that or getting older or what do you think?
1: I was, yeah. Oh well, yeah. A hundred percent is related to that, but I was just, I had a doctor's appointment today and I was just telling my doctor that, well, let me back up. I was telling my mom on Saturday, It was like, gosh, you know, my joints in certain places are, have been hurting for like the last four or five days. And, uh, she said, oh, it's probably cause the weather's changing. I feel like that's a real old man place to be. Is like, you know, I could tell if it's raining, my hip would hurt, you know, that type of thing. You mentioned that to me off air today. and That was my thought of like, oh,
0: boy, that is an old man thing. The old day, it's raining out. My knees are <laughs> <hurting out. laughs> like, a real thing. Huh? Okay. Yeah, I have had to tell people uh, in recent years, not specifically recently or anything, that uh, uh, fooling around on the floor, like my knees can't take that anymore. Okay. Yeah. Like we got to get off the floor. I can't be <laughs> my knees on the ground like this anymore. I uh. never had that thought in my life in my 20s or 30s. But now in my late 40s, I'm like, can we get in the bed, please? <laughs> it can't just I can't do this floor stuff. Listen, I can
1: still make love uh, standing <laughs> on a on a phone booth, but uh, you know, uh, I can't do it on the ground anymore. Right?
0: I got to go. My knee old pads. reference, right there, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <a> phone booth.
1: Yes, <laughs> uh loves to uh, make love standing <laughs> standing on a phone booth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was, was 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 the door to the phone booth open or closed? Uh, it depends. I kind
0: can' of <laughs> I'm into. You know. Yeah, okay. as, as I've s- gotten he- older, public displays have become more uh, interesting to me. So, you know. oh yeah, have- yeah, sure.
1: Is that true? Have we, uh, uh, oh boy, oh, come uh, on! Like you've never you, done that? Can you? Oh, I've done it. Yeah, uh, but can I? Can you tell me? Uh, have you had a public display of sexual behavior within the last ten years? Yes. Uh the recurring theme is
0: out in the woods or hotel balconies things like yeah. that. Okay. Cuz there's an element of someone could see you and that's dangerous. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I find there to be something
1: uh, stimulating about that. Have you ever had By any way, I'd be
0: mortified if somebody did see me caught <laughs> That's me. what I
1: mean, dude. Have <laughs> yeah. you had any thought of what you would do if someone saw you, like what you would say yeah. if a little kid came out on the balcony next to you?
0: No, no. i just run and hide. I know there's some <laughs> exhibitionists that want to be caught, and that's part of the kink. I want the danger of being caught. I don't actually want to be caught, though. <laughs> yeah. i have just run is the right answer.
1: I don't blame you, dude. That would be uh, horrifying to be caught and especially you could probably go to jail dude i mean you can go to jail there's some scenarios where that could be true (laughs) yes i mean if a little kid came out on the balcony of the hotel next to your room
2: i'm finishing i'm not running away you kidding me especially uh, if i were close yeah right (laughs) you're
1: serious brewski that you'll you would power through and finish
2: If if I were that close, you're absolutely right. I would finish.
1: Well, we didn't ever talked about how close, how, how close, how long would you continue? Uh, would you go another two minutes? At least. Yeah. Wow. If <laughs> nine-year-old Dorothy came out on the balcony next to you and was like, hey, mom, you would just keep rolling.
2: I would have said, hey, look, a flock of turtles. If she would. If she would look.
1: Nice. Well, you're more talented and a bigger man than me.
2: No, at that point, exactly. I, but at that point, you know, you're already found out. You might as well just get it done. You know, right. no that's sense- the
0: Pee Wee Herman philosophy. Like you already saw me. I'm going to finish. Okay.
2: <laughs> no sense being disappointed or disappointing two of us. You know, just because somebody came walking out at right? a bad time.
0: Blue balls is a serious medical condition that afflicts men of all ages and ethnicities. So. Oh boy. All right. Let me just uh bang through this real quick, no pun intended. Um these are this is not about being a man or a woman or whatever. These are just things that officially mean you're old now. Let's just run through this list and see if you guys have felt any of these things, okay?
1: Can we jog through it? <laughs> you know, I'm not it's much not into running born. anymore. Okay.
2: <laughs> no
0: uh it feels like just yesterday still thinking that the 90s weren't that long ago (laughs) that was like five years ago that Pearl Jam first came out right like I know we've all experienced this right
2: oh yeah
1: way too much dude I can't tell you I mean I see it every day in my life I think that like where has the time gone that I graduated high school 30 years ago almost you know
0: That's crazy, dude. Our thirty year reunion is coming up next year. I've already gotten the, you know, shout outs from the high school reunion (laughs) organizations and all that. By the way, I've never gone to any of my high school reunions and I'm not starting in on on any of them.
1: You're not gonna go to even one?
0: No. Facebook defeats the purpose of high school reunions. You want to know who's fat, who's good-looking, who's got kids, what are you doing for a living? Like The people I actually care about, I'm in communication with. The rest of you, the what do you look like now factor, Facebook has
1: already taken care of that for me. Facebook is so not accurate. I went to my 20-year high school reunion and saw people in real person rather than what I had been seeing on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, oh, dude, that picture is old on Facebook. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, have you played the fun game of, like, which
0: women aged well and which haven't? Not the ones you think would have aged well, for the most part. Isn't that funny? There's a in my class where I'm like, wow, you actually turned out much hotter as a mom than you were as a teen. Agreed. a couple were like, you were the hottest girl in school, and oh my gosh, look at you
2: now.
1: Like, ooh, There's some hard
2: living that's been done at that address. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you can never tell, dude. You can never tell how someone's going to turn out. I mean, you can look at their mom and try and get your best guesstimate on how they're going to look or their father or whatever, you know. But uh, pretty much, dude, I think that I look very similar. (laughs) And I posted a picture of me in my 20s on Facebook, and so many people were like, who is that? So I was like, oh, this is an interesting thing to do. I took this picture. I, I was going over to my mom's for dinner, and my sister was there. I showed this picture to both of them, and and they were like, who is that? And it was me, dude. And I was just like, I have changed that much that you don't know what I look like. Yeah,
0: apparently. My son the other day was uh, talking to me about uh, this song, uh, Jump Around. Uh, it's by a group called House of Pain. House of Pain. And I was like, yeah, dude, I know the song. He's like, how do you know it? I was like, because I was alive when it was a current hit. I was in high school. Like, yes, I know Jump
1: Around. Yes, we know Jump Around.
0: But then, yeah, how old that makes me feel. Like, it's that's an old, that's an antique song to him. I mean, it was not, it's ridiculous. There's so yeah. many times, by the way, on our radio station, Nick, where I'll announce You know, some Ed Sheeran song as I'm heading into the totally 80s. Like, you know, that's the new one from Ed Sheeran. Come up five, we're doing the totally 80s. A time when Ed Sheeran wasn't alive.
1: (laughs) Right. Yes. No, it's so true, dude. I mean, we're playing a lot of artists on our radio station. We aren't even allowed or born in the 90s, dude.
0: Yes, exactly. So it all does feel like yesterday. So I can. Yeah. Next thing on the list all of these are indications that we are you're old. Uh, this we we just talked about this when your coworkers stop remembering 911. Oh yeah. Because your coworkers as you get older, your coworkers you're not working with younger people. So we had mentioned this on the show of like I'm we're not going to forget 911. We were all alive. We were adults. We were out working in the world when that happened, but the people that are our coworkers that are in their 20s, they either weren't alive or were infants when it happened.
1: It's the same way that the three of us have no clue about the day of Pearl Harbor, you know, uh, to our uh, grandparents. They were like, I'll never forget that day. And we don't know about I mean, we know about it, but we don't know about it. You know, right. Another one that I feel like we're
0: all immune to because we're awesome. Middle aged people being out of touch with current pop culture. I think to a large extent, we're pretty damn dialed in. There are some things, obviously, that we're not hip on, but uh, for the most part, we're pretty awesome.
1: (laughs) They don't say awesome anymore, though. Will you translate that, please? That will come back around again. I'm just ahead of the curve. That's all.
2: That's fire.
1: Yeah, we're we're still pretty fire from what I understand, you know.
0: My son keeps threatening to write me a list of current slang that he doesn't think any of us will know. And I keep telling him, go ahead, I'll bring it on the show. And we probably won't. But it still doesn't mean, like, I, I don't know. I know who Selena Gomez is. I know who a lot of the current things are. But we're also dialed into this world, working in radio and doing this podcast and reading news like we do.
1: Next week's show, dude, if you can, I mean, in the night, let's do that because that'd be funny to see if he can stump us.
0: Yeah. I will uh, put the smack down
1: on him. All but,
0: right. uh, you know, Bruschi and I have said before, the uh, the drawback of dating younger women is they don't get all of our pop culture references.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But that's because we're referencing 80s movies when my girlfriend was two. You've <laughs> you
1: lost know? a lot of your material, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. I get yeah, but, it. That part you know, of it is frustrating.
2: But, but there are some movies, though, that no matter when they're put out, if they're something that's stands the test of time is like like a big comedy yes. you, you know you would think that they would still know it, or they may have seen it
0: yeah but you know when it comes to music i find my girlfriend she she goes back all the way like she knows from the 50s on up she knows all the big names all the art stuff but there's there's movies there's other pop culture stuff from the 70s 80s even in the 90s that just wasn't part of her you know uh, repertoire yeah sure And with my kids, I'm always impressed when Neo's like, "I know that Queen song," or "I know that old movie." Like I've seen, I saw Big with Tom Hanks.
1: Raised right, dude. Are you kidding? Come on. I think you got to be a pop culture aficionado. Neo knows who Josh Baskin is. Come on, (laughs) of course. Who's that? That's the guy from Big, dude. Come on. Oh oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Throwing your back out. (laughs) Sign your old. You never used to uh, worry about throwing your back out, did you?
1: Well, I'll be honest. It's a sneeze away, dude. It's a sneeze away from happening. It is getting out of bed too quickly. I mean, it can happen at any moment.
0: We have all had friends, right, that are like, I threw my back out. What were you doing? Mountain climbing? No, I was putting my socks on. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: My mom told me last weekend uh, that I should get a shoehorn because she's got a shoehorn and she's just in love with it. I'm like, I'm not ready for a shoehorn, dude. I can still put my shoes on.
2: Cadillac Jack used to have a shoehorn shoehorn that was a step above a regular shoehorn because it was actually on um, an extender
1: that's my mom has it too
2: Uh, yeah and and so you don't have to bend down at all
1: she said it's the best six bucks i ever spent Sounds practical, so I get it.
0: Uh, How about this? When your favorite songs are now translated into instrumentals, songs that are uh, in a soft, digestible, uh, easy-to-consume marketing or in the dollar
1: store elevator music.
2: Oh, yeah. In the the supermarket, you're like... Man, they're playing some really good music today.
1: <laughs> it is funny, dude. I mean, I've heard from all different types of things in elevator music, from like Modest Mouse to Metallica that they'll put on, you know, and I just think, oh, my gosh, dude, we are getting so old. Uh, well, I mean, the radio stations that play 90s tracks right now could be considered oldies. It's a classic rock for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: over twenty years is supposed to be considered classic rock.
1: So all the
0: '90s—that's yeah—it's getting closer to oldies than classic rock now. Yeah,
1: that—if that doesn't make you feel old, growing up at an oldies radio station playing bubblegum pop, dude, and to know that Enter Sandman now falls in that category.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, painful. I remember uh, busting uh, Neo's bubble when uh, she was talking to me about this Broadway play called Heathers. And I was like, oh, (laughs) Heathers. Like, that was a movie in the 80s. She's
1: like, "Mm, I don't think so. No.
0: I'm like, no, it was. I was there. (laughs) Uh, we,
1: We know Martha Dump Truck, dude. Come on.
2: I still said the best part of that movie is when she takes the cigarette lighter and puts it in her hand. And then Christian Slater grabs her hand as quick as he can, and he lights a cigarette off of it, not not checking on to see if she's okay, but just let me light up my heater off that.
0: When I was having this debate with Neil, I was like, Heather's like, you know, uh, my dead gay son. She was like, (laughs) there's a song called dead gay son in the the Broadway play. I'm like, yes, we're talking about the same thing. I assure you. Did you show her the movie? I don't know. I think she has seen it on her own now, but no, we we've never sat down and watched it together. But
2: great pate, but I got a motor.
0: Right. That is, it's a fantastic movie it's a classic and i guess that's why it lives on so we do last one here oh the when i was your age syndrome when you start oh, telling yeah. people when i was your age i hate having to tell my kids when i was your age there was no internet do you know how old that makes us all seem yeah but
1: it's the truth though i yeah. mean <laughs> i didn't have any internet Right, we didn't have cell. phone. When I tell my nieces that I didn't have a cell phone and that I had something really cool called a pager, that you know that could beep if I needed to call home or wh- whoever, they they don't understand it. They don't get it. No,
0: and yeah, I mean, I don't think every generation has had such a big leap forward in technology. Like the internet is just ubiquitous with our world nowadays. So yeah, it's like saying you know you were alive before electricity or something.
1: Well, And I can I can understand that, though. Right. Because I've seen it like as far as like a little house on the prairie, like I can comprehend life before electricity. I can comprehend life before automobiles. I don't think kids can comprehend a world without Internet. Right
0: yeah, I had to uh, defend one of my email addresses. Uh, one of my emails that you know you guys have had for years is it 's harness three yeah. one three whatever, and three one three is the zip code for the Detroit area where I grew up, and back then it was the entire southeastern Michigan where I was living. So when I got my first ever email address, I made it harness three one three. And then, of course, years later, Eminem took on this whole 313, the 313 thing, because Eminem's from Detroit. And my son was just convinced that I was ripping Eminem off. And I had to explain, (laughs) like, I'm a little older than Eminem, and, uh, you know, before he was on the scene, uh, there was this thing called the Internet that got invented, and we had to come up with email addresses. Yeah.
2: And also, you look at where that email goes to, and that particular email destination is not something that gets used a lot these days. But But back when Steve created that email address then it it, it was
0: yeah i'll announce it i don't care we'll see if anyone emails me it's harness 313 at hotmail.com and that was another thing i had to explain like when the internet was invented everything was hot something hotmail now it sounds like a gay porn site hotmail <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: did remember we used to have uh instead of google we had jeeves do you remember ask yes, ask, ask jeeves. jeeves
2: and even the maps thing we didn't have gps and i had to explain to some kids in my car one time about you know, you know the old red map book
1: thomas uh, guy
2: yeah and you you basically would go to okay what city am i going to i'm going yeah. to everett and i'm going to hale street in everett and you had to look at the map and it's 32 map. right you know, the, the, the grid thing and all that we were, were part like, of the
0: transition where we were all you know we used to have maps in the glove box then MapQuest came out but you still had to print off the directions oh yeah so that you were carrying you know so then it went from a big map to the page of what you needed to now it's just all on your phone or your gps in your car and all that so well you, can, yeah.
1: you, you know i you kids have no idea <laughs> how easy you
0: have it this is what i'm talking about the back in my day syndrome
2: So I have a question for Steve, since you have teenagers. Do you find that your teenagers do a lot of uh, FaceTime calling?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's texting or it's it's 90 percent texting. But if they're going to communicate verbally with someone, it's FaceTime.
2: But why? Why why do you need to see that person's face? Why can't you just make a phone call?
0: You could, but it's a sign of the times. Like, phone call is like Thomas Edison or something. Like, why would you do some antiquated thing when I could see my friend? That was supposed to be the future, right? Video phones. So they're embracing that.
2: but, but, But here's the thing, though. I get it all the time in my car. So now I have to sit there while I'm driving. And listen to your damn conversation, both right. ends of it. It's one thing when I only hear one end of it, you in my car, but now I got to hear your friend talking about what they're going on, and they just complain about, oh my god, uh, you know, why are you calling me, FaceTime me? I have to see you. I have to see you. Why do you have? Why do you have to see them? Why?
1: Yes. They want to. Like Steve said, it's the future. Remember when we said, like, there's going to be video calls someday where I can just see people talking?
2: I don't get it. I don't want to. You know what? I mean, that's going to be the regular thing. I'm just going to start doing video calls naked.
0: Yeah, well, there is a whole world of etiquette now with video calls. Of when do you not answer it because you are naked and you would have answered the phone, but now you're not doing. Your hair's all messed up, but, but no, yeah, kids don't use the phone. They don't even know why that device is called a phone that we all carry around.
1: Yeah, it's so, just part of a computer, right? right. A communicator.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: like Star Trek.
0: So yeah, no, it's it's texting ninety percent of the time, and yeah, FaceTime video calls are the other part. So yeah, that, you know things what, are changing, and, old men here.
2: Well, but here's another thing too, and when they're not. Doing FaceTime calls. Yeah. They put everyone on speakerphone all the effing time. Right. Again, I don't need to hear the whole conversation. And not just in my car, but at the post office, at the damn grocery store. People, and I, I say out loud nobody wants to hear your conversation.
0: Right, Brewski, as he does this podcast, is on his front porch in a bathrobe, yelling <laughs> at the neighbors, shaking is.
1: a paper in the air. <laughs> ah, I'll get you. So, Stay off yes, my
0: we l- are getting old. I just contend we're all some pretty damn hip older, quote unquote. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: suck yeah.
1: it. Well, good, dude. Thanks for bringing all this up, and uh, I feel old and wasted right now i do i feel old and wasted <laughs> oh, we're a fine bottle of wine we're aging nicely and still
0: relevant and everyone wants to put their lips around us
2: okay Ooh,
0: yeah. oh wow oh. all
1: right well that's gonna do it fellers the vocal minority with nick and steve all Bruschi, you got anything else to say before we take off the vocal find us on all the socials
0: and help grow this show so you're not the only one being exposed to this nonsense brewski goodbye baby and we say bye bye test one two test one two stop